and welcome to Conversation with the Chef. I'm Jo Ritty and I love sharing with you the conversations I get to have with talented and passionate chefs. It's the backstory, if you will, to the food they're putting up. Today's chat is with Sam Green at Crew and Q. Cru means raw in French and I'm always going to be drawn to anything French, but I'm also drawn to the fact that, that Cru is very close to where I live and just one of those lovely neighbourhood wine bar treasures that serve excellent food and wine in a lovely venue. Whether you're sitting out the front in the buzz of the Café Dali area or out the back in the courtyard, it's just a really nice place to be. Sam and I sat out the back and had a chat about food, which at Crewe is not just French, but Mediterranean with some fusion along the way, and Sam's own journey as a chef. Enjoy. Hi Sam, how are you? I'm Jo. I can't really shake your hand, but... (laughs) Go to do that still. How's things? Good. How are you? Busy lunch. Yeah. It's, Very busy day. That's, well, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> is it? Must it? Is it hot out in that kitchen? Yeah. Yeah. Very hot kitchen. Yeah. Most kitchens are. Although I suppose nowadays there's lots of open kitchens. Yeah. Yeah. Some people get lucky. Yeah. Now you're the executive chef at yeah. Crew. Um. So executive chef at Crew. Um. Is is that a new role or have you? Is it always? What's the What's the kind of the makeup of crew now? Um, I've been head chef here for three years and now that the new project's getting closer to finishing it means I'll be overseeing both but just working at one of them. Okay. Yeah. So the new project is the Crudo warehouse yes. in the city. Yeah. Oh no, it's just out there. It's just out there? Yeah. Oh, okay. So I was thinking Lane, um, I don't know why I thought the city, maybe it just sounded like okay. Yeah. Okay, well that's exciting, just yeah. out there, that's awesome. Well, you don't have to too far to go then. No, exactly. <laughs> so, what, so Warehouse implies um, big, is it bigger than here, or just doing different kinds of things? Different kind of thing. It used to be an actual warehouse, so we've just kept that name, I guess. <laughs> it's easy. Yeah. Um, what are the, the plans are Monday to Friday, take away nutritional-based salad sandwiches from gluten-free to FODMAP to vegetarian, vegan, everything. Then a function space at nights and on the weekends, and there's also going to be a pizza oven in there. Okay, wow. And a bar for jazz nights. Okay. Yeah. So, so how big is it? Like how many people could be in there for an event? Uh, 120 sit-down. Wow, okay. Yeah. That's cool. That's big. Yeah. So great for weddings and yeah. those kind of things. Yeah, awesome. And so crew itself then is quite different to that in terms yeah. of you're more of an, would you say, Italian pasta kind of thing? <laughs> sort of. Um, and menus more so based around the Mediterranean islands, so involving every single country, but whatever's in the Mediterranean. We've just done a menu change to kind of flare it up. We've mixed a bit of uh, Middle Eastern, bit of Japanese flavors in there into the style of food from the Mediterranean. Okay, and that works well because Japanese is quite light in style yeah. as well, isn't it? So Mediterranean's all about lightness. Very blend, blends very well. Yeah, awesome. Okay, so what made you become a chef in the first place? Very practical through school. I wasn't very 
brainy more on the practical side of the learning and my uncle had owned restaurants and still does in the city so kind of hospitality in the blood yeah yeah mm-hmm. and so um did you, you start off doing an apprenticeship with, with, yeah. with your uncle or no nah. <laughs> no nah. apprenticeship finished when i was 19 yeah and then but when he i was head chef opened a Cafe in Camberwell, uh, Santucci's head chef. Okay. That's my first head chef job. Head chef at twenty. Yeah. Wow. And so that's like going from zero to yeah a hundred really fast. Yeah. Did, did that? How was that? <laughs> Challenging. Yeah. Worked for a very good group of family actually. And yeah, we all worked together and we all grew and learnt together. Yeah. Because okay. it was their first open of a venue so we're all learning together and did, how many staff did you have under you five okay so that's substantial because yeah. because that's the thing i think um sometimes people don't understand you know if you're coming to the restaurant obviously a head chef sounds important but it's yeah. not just cooking is it it's no. you've got to do all the money you've got to oh, money the like the food costs yeah. the um the the staff management yeah. teaching all of that stuff how, yeah. how do you manage that when you're 20 learn on the job yeah 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 Yeah. Uh, for my third year apprenticeship I had worked at a workplace that was very much on the paperwork money side showing your weekly spending and everything to the chefs I was running that place with another guy kind of sous chef third year apprentice and we'll, we'll be given all these and they would break us dead break it all down to us so got a lot of learning from that and then managing people learn that on the job yeah yeah I'm still learning it now how to do it properly and how to get the best out of people it's a skill that never stops yeah, yeah. It, absolutely and so do you think are you more of a showing kind of person or a telling kind of person showing yeah Best way to do it. Well, you're saying you're quite practical as well, yeah. and chefing is that, isn't it? Yeah. 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 So, how many places have you worked in? You were there in Camberwell. Camberwell Santucci's for three years. They moved to their sister restaurant in Carnegie for two. Is that Italian food? Or? Italian breakfast yeah. brunchy. Okay. okay. Cafe. Yeah. And then London for two years. Oh, okay. Yep, worked in high-end cafes over there. And then when were you there? Fourteen and fifteen. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So often when I've spoken to chefs, um, they talk about London as being a really big learning curve, but also um, that that often in London the venues don't respect what we now have as these certain amount of hours you work. You yeah. work really crazy hours. What was your experience of London? It wasn't fantastic, but the hours we were worked were normal hours. Okay, that's good. Because it was a breakfast, lunch. Okay. High cafe. The uh, owner's cafe was an Australian guy. So. Handy. That was good. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. Did, yeah, so then um, did you get to travel while you were there and try other food or? Sort of. Yeah. Don't get enough pay to fully travel. It's true. I mean, once you're in London and working, it's really easy to get just into that cycle of working and then yeah. having your time off and washing your clothes and <laughs> doing yeah. it again, isn't it? Because <laughs> um, my wife and I actually went over there for together on the two-year working visa, and she's a chef as well. Okay. So 
between both of us working and then uh, how tight money is over there, yeah, you get a bit distracted and you don't get to travel as much as you want to. Yeah. But you make do with what you can. Yeah, but it was a good move going over there. Oh, yeah. And doing something different, yeah. Yeah, the places that we worked in were unique in London for their cafe style. Yeah. Wow, so your wife's a chef as well. That's, um, do you do the same hours at least now? Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. And do you do you both or either of you cook at home or are you both too tired of cooking once you get home to do that? Mainly me cooking, but share it every so often and yeah, just simple stuff because we are too tired once yeah. we get home. Yeah. yeah. And so when you're thinking about um, food for menus and so on, and I suppose you have got a you've got certain constraints here, but where do you get your inspiration? Are you do you have cookbooks? Do you look on Instagram? And do you think about what other chefs are doing? Cookbooks, uh, work with Tony, the boss here, a lot. Yeah. He's loves his food and got knowledge about the Mediterranean as well. He's got a good collection of cookbooks upstairs. So go through all that. See what trend is, but not really focus on what it is. See if we can just do slightly something a little bit different and mm. see how it goes. Yeah, yeah. And so what, no. Also using... Um, my other staff and involve them and keeps them interested keeps them wanting to come to work and many minds help with making a good menu yeah that's a good thing to think of isn't it yeah that's right well it's good isn't it because I think um, once you share something as well you, 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 that's when the best ideas can come up aren't they yeah. putting things forward and um, so what are some things on the menu now that um that you feel proud of or that you have um, maybe something that you've worked on as a team um, got a kingfish tartare at the moment with um, roasted hazelnut pear toasted sesame nori and a miso yuzu dressing wow yeah so taking a tartare style from around Elba, the Mediterranean, similar to that, the use of nuts with fish, chucking a bit of a Japanese feel into it. <laughs> That's really interesting, and so it's um, so raw fish? Yeah. So I was going to say, what's the difference between um, a ceviche then and a tartare, but you, you haven't got any citrus in there, is that what it is? Yeah, and just not um, marinated. Not marinated, yeah. Sat in the acid for as long. Yeah. Okay, wow. Um... And you've got pastas and so on in the menu, yes. haven't you? Do you yeah. Is that something, do you enjoy cooking that style of food? Yeah. Grew up with pastas and lots of Italian cooking, but worked at a few places, especially in London, where we used different flavours and a bit of Japanese, and I worked at one of the cafes in another cafe in Camberwell when we got back from London that was very much... Japanese styles. Um, the guy originally owned Hammer and Tong. Oh, okay. Yep. Yeah. Forgot his name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hammer and Tong comes up a lot. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so, what would you say to young people who are thinking of getting into being a chef? What would your advice be to them? Work hard, but don't overwork, and make sure you have a work-life balance. Otherwise, it becomes too much. Yeah, 
Yeah. That's good advice. Do you get to go out and eat yourself very often? Every so often. Do you have a favourite kind of food or a favourite place? Love going to Japanese and Vietnamese. My wife's a celiac, so we're a bit limited on uh, where we can go. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. So, get as much, out as much as possible. Yeah. Working nights, it's not the best combination. No, no, that's right, you'd be busy. <laughs> well, thank you, Sam, that's great. That's given me a nice little insight into what you do and um, yeah. your thoughts on food. So thank you for your time. That's all right. Thank you. You've been listening to Conversation with a Chef. I'm Jo Ritty, and thank you so much for joining me today. If you'd like to read the full transcript of the conversation, you can go to www.conversationwithachef.com or follow me on Instagram so you'll always be up to date with the latest conversation.